0: Hello all and welcome to Resilient Business. This is the show where you get real talk from small business owners as they navigate changing times. If you like what you hear on this show, please like, comment, and subscribe. And also check out our affiliates at the bottom of the page for some great discounts and some great products. Okay, today I am thrilled to have with me Michelle Spencer from the Kansas city area from impact physical therapy, Michelle and I have known each other now for, I think about two, two and a half years. And, um, I just wanted to bring Michelle on because she has a great story about running her practice. Her practice is a little bit unique uh, in physical therapy as that they offer um, a variety of other different types of therapies and modalities and technologies, but I will let her talk to those. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Michelle on with me. And so Michelle, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing pretty good, Joe. Um, we just got back from about a week off from, uh, kind of spending some time with my parents, which was great and uh, a little refreshing and spent some time in the hill country of Texas where the blue bonnets are, uh, blooming and there's a ton of sunshine, which was awesome to be outdoors. So
0: awesome. That sounds like a good time out with family. You need that. You need that. Especially these days, right?
1: Yes. It was so, so reviving and refreshing for sure.
0: Yeah. So I think what we, where we could start is just, you know, give a little background on um, how you really ended up in the type of practice you're in, maybe how, what, what led up to that and uh, sort of what what's keeping you there. So how did you get there and, and what do you love about it? And what's keeping you there these days?
1: Sure. Um, well, we started about five years ago. Um, I was, I've been in private pra- or, you know, outpatient orthopedic practice For about 35 years a long time and about that point I was just seeing um, just a need for a change in what direction I was going with what I felt like um, what was lacking in the industry with uh, ways that we could better help patients and support them with their overall goals for wellness and um, I just never had um, taken initiative to think about you know, could I do that on a private practice, um, kind of a self, self-employed realm, but my husband encouraged me to do that, and so we started exploring that, and that's kind of the initial evolution of impact, and then I just basically sat down and wrote all the things I loved about physical therapy through the years, all the things I felt like I didn't like, and the direction it was going, and what I felt like could add to it, and so we started uh, developing kind of a a theme and a direction for what impact became. So,
0: sure. And so, um, you started to think about other things you could be doing besides the traditional sort of cookie cutter PT type practice. So, maybe yes. talk about how how you were able to sort of think about expanding that out and how it sure. Sort of
1: um, you know, well for me, um, I loved private practice. I loved the autonomy of that. Um, we've seen in healthcare um, a gradual shift towards corporate corporate practices, and I felt like I really wanted to emphasize more of a wellness component. Um, and in tr- traditional therapy, you know, we would see patients come in, and you're doing traditional therapy modalities, which are still needed, um, and manual care still needed, but there was a plethora of other stuff that wasn't being ad- addressed that I felt like could help support their healing pathways, um, which um, could be you know, everything from nutrition to trying to see if they could change some of their uh, components of health to help lower their need for medication, lower their need for uh, a medical care versus focusing more on their wellness and what that meant. So, um, You know, it just um, became almost like it was like I I had to make a change because I just felt like I was on just a spinning wheel of just Repetition. And I've been in practice for long enough to think, you know what, there's got to be more out there. We've got to be able to uh, address some of these things. And I myself, as I had started to age, realized how important it was the responsibility I had in taking care of my health and what I wanted my next, you know, 30, 40 years to look like and uh, what I was doing. And then I started really researching and spending time um, just asking some questions about that. And then I thought, you know, the things that I'm doing myself i need to be able to spend time with patients in the in the practice talking about and there's little time for that in a corporate environment most of the time there's a pressure to kind of stay within a model and i wanted to stretch outside of that model i guess
0: <laughs> sure i mean it sounds like what you're what you're doing is really taking a model that's always been largely rehab focused Physical rehab, physical therapy, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Um, and adding to it supportive and enhancing therapies, modalities, approaches such as nutrition, such as things you're doing for energy and just creating an environment in each patient of, I guess, um that would promote better rehab better physical therapy and so maybe even reducing some of the heavy lifting that you might be doing on maybe a a less healthy patient if you were to be working on them so to speak but it sounds like you're doing a lot more holistic Mm -hmm. of an approach to to people which you just don't find every day in, in pt
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, the, the, you know, the biggest thing, I mean, and therapists will say this, the, the, the most important part a lot of times is that listening component, because we spend time with patients, multiple visits, um, and you're listening to what, what they're dealing with, what kind of stresses they're dealing with, what kind of emotional issues, what they're struggling with, with other health components. And those directly affect how effective they're going to be following through with any exercises or any of the advice you give them from an orthopedic standpoint. Um, And if, if I've got the capacity to give them resources to help address those things, or they're a part of their care there, then I feel like I'm, we're going to achieve goals that give them longevity and improvement overall versus just, okay, I'm going to gain the range of motion and the strength of this knee and their gait pattern is going to be better. And they're out the door and they're good. But um, a lot of times, all those other components, we've been doing a lot of it for years, we're just not defining it. And, and as you know, medical care became more compressed, I felt like therapists were like, you know what, I I, I don't have time to address this anymore. And so what Molly and I decided we wanted to do was, you know what, we want to be, we know those are important. And I feel like um, when we created a practice where they are listened to, they're heard. Um, we we are not just, okay, write it down and we're, we're off to the next thing, but we're addressing those things. We're giving them direction. They um, sense that we care about them and that their care is um, something that's unique and above what normally is is there. And um, yeah, and there's so much out there, just like Pulse and other, other things to help support their healing pathways and their healing systems that people have never heard of. That um, and they're they're so effective and they're so effective for multiple different systems. It's been exciting to um, feel like we are offering something unique and powerful to change their life. So,
0: yeah, I mean it's really a, a milieu or a potpourri of different things. And um, somebody I was talking with last week, you know, said it really really good. Is that you end up spending the best approach is to spend more time. And you said it earlier, listening to the patient, because really what you end up dealing with in most cases is a really personalized set of circumstances. The person's exactly. background, the person's nutrition, the person's current health—you know, different things that they might be on now, from medications to other, you know, uh, things they might be doing, and environmental, and and all of that. And how do you address all of that in a holistic way? Um, it's just not something that traditional healthcare, uh, or maybe the more allopathic, if you want to call it, route of medicine and and, and treatment. Um, Really has time or the inclination, I guess, to address these days. Yeah. Um, so that 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 kind of leads me into my next question: is is people define healthcare and wellness a little bit differently these days, and it almost yes. se- seems like the two are sort of diverging um, in, in some ways mm-hmm. the, these days in just the way they're practiced and in the way um, the interaction with the patient goes, and even. And even results in a lot of cases. Right. It sounds like you know you've really um, you you're really falling down that or going down that path of wanting to provide overall wellness versus the traditional healthcare route, which is evident in in everything you've been saying so far.
1: Right. Yes. I mean, um, when we think about wellness versus medical care, I think of wellness as well health. You know, people come in and they really. Their main goals are they want to live a fuller life. They want to be able to do things that create, um, you know, like I said, time and energy and enthusiasm to do to do life in a better way. And people are more receptive and they're learning more about that. Like they're learning more about, I mean, you know, years ago, if you, t- if you sat down and talked to them about nutrition or an anti-inflammatory diet, when we've got a lot of inflammation in our whole body, or they're very aware of the need not to take a lot of pain medications because of the opioid epidemic and all the things they talk a lot about that now. So they're more aware that there is a responsibility on themselves to start thinking about their health in a more global sense. And sometimes they just need a little bit of a, a connection with somebody else that can kind of say, okay, yeah, let's go on that path together. Um, and you know, when they're in rehab and they're in exercise and you have all this time to communicate with them, um, you know just on these different things and the questions come up and you may pick up things that you wouldn't otherwise picked up but definitely i have seen so much change in people's physical capacities by addressing these other things and they'll always say nobody's ever asked me these questions nobody's ever cared to listen and they are so compassionate and the other thing just on a quantitative thing for me you know when we look at all of our numbers like you know when we were in corporate. PT care, you know, you get your printout, how many units, how many visits, how many no-shows, how many cancellations, you know, you're, you're graded, you know, and um, I hated hated that because I felt like, you know what, I, I, you know, my grade should be when these people come back and how they feel and how to embrace. But if I looked at my objective numbers on our EMR system, our cancellation rate is less than 1% and it's been less than 1% over a four-year time. And I mean, traditionally when we have people come in, They their last appointment. They're like, I hate that this is my last appointment. I love being here. I want to be here because of the community, the people, the way that it's made them feel. And I think there is such a message in that. Um, And um, you know, it's it's just amazingly, it's just a reward beyond beyond measure. So
0: sure, that's really interesting that people get to the end of their sort of course treatment course, if you will, and they they Don't want to leave. Um, are there things that can keep them there? Are there, yeah, are there things that you offer that you know you don't really have to leave, Mrs. Jones or, or wh- whoever, right? You know, because we offer these other things. Don't forget we have this or that. Are there things that fall into that category, perhaps?
1: Um, yes. Yeah. So, um, our, our kind of our um focus is to be a wellness partner for life for them, um, and so. You know, when they come in for therapy and they finish their therapy sessions, um, there are things that we've been doing during those therapy sessions. One of those would be pulse. Like um, the majority of our patients, if they're a candidate, would be going through PMF sessions. And um, we set up things at the end of their care. Like we have um, a balance class for some of our older clients that's set up once a week that they can come in and do a balance class. We have yoga classes that are therapeutic. Uh, restorative type yoga classes that are given um in the evenings and then we have um pulse program where we have a member memberships that they can continue to pulse um uh, you know on a just monthly you know they set up so many sessions a month and they continue that as part of their just wellness plan Um, and then every year um, they have an option to come in and do like a complimentary just just to recheck with us on how they're doing Um, you know it's a 15 minute screen on you know just mobility and strength and discussion on some of the things maybe they were concerned about maybe they've got something that you know they're they're you know needing to have rechecked so I feel like um like being a primary primary caregiver for them um as part of one of them or one of their many ones that they might have so that they have repeat connection with us so that you're not always driving, you know, we do have new patients all the time, but we, we also stay connected with all those people and their families that we have had in the past. So I think that's grown our practice in a real rich way, but it's also so emotionally rewarding because we feel like we're a little Mayberry. Sometimes we have that community feel and, um, you know, my staff in there, I, I love that, our, our main theme we've always said is um, family first, no matter what we are, that is the most biggest priority is we want you to, you know, if you've got emergencies or, you know, you've got stuff, we want you to prioritize your family first and then our staff prioritizing each other second and then our patients and our patients feel that because they know how much everybody in there loves one another and loves the community, so.
0: Yeah. Well, excellent, excellent. Now, you mentioned something within that um, concerning Pulse PEMF, and that's how you and I know each other for the last yes. couple of years. You're one of my really good Pulse clients using PEMF <laughs> in, in, at Impact, which is great, and we appreciate that. Um, maybe for, for people who've never heard of Pulse or heard of PEMF, if you could let us know um, how you use that in the practice, how it sort of integrates into your workflow and into your care. Uh, for, yes. for your patients, if you would.
1: Sure. So um, my original connect with PULSE was that I, I'm very interested and have a passion for regenerative medicine. Um, I work with local physicians that are involved in that. And um, I go to the national conference for the Toby Institute offers once a year. And that allows me to kind of see what's new out there, what the research is si- saying, and just make great connections. And Joe was one of those. Um, one of my um, friends who's a functional medicine integrative health nurse had been talking with me about PMF and when I happened on to see Joe, and we kind of we kind of started talking and I got to experience it out at the conference i was amazed at just the potential for the therapeutic benefit and also had not really thought about bringing it in the clinic but then at the course we were talking about cellular stem health stem cell health and increased vascularity and blood supply and inflammation and so I started realizing, oh my gosh, for what I do with our regenerative medicine clients, this would be a great adjunct. This is going to help with those healing pathways to help support those in a really great way. So we brought Pulse in and then we brought one unit in and we realized how much overflow into all of our patients it began to filter into. And that has been, I mean... I feel like we've tapped into a, you know, a fraction of what we can do long-term with it. Fatigue, malaise from other medical conditions that they just don't have a lot of energy and support to to do what they need to do in therapy. Um, You know, and then, you know, some people will just have override of, you know, hey, I'm sleeping better. I'm, you know, you know, we've used it with anxiety patients when they have a lot of neck and TMJ and stress. Um, So we're just, you know, amazed at you know okay we we only using it this much and as it grows and as it builds and as people begin to understand the the science the modality behind it I just think it's it's such an exciting field of you know a modality help in the therapy world so
0: yeah I mean one of the amazing things about Pulse is that um you know, it doesn't really treat, cure, or prevent anything. That these machines, and I have them behind me here too, just to sort of show people if they're uh-huh. not familiar, but um, they don't prevent, treat, cure any medical condition but yet they energize the body enough for the body to be able to do its own thing basically and the way the body was designed is to be able to heal itself and you know everybody everybody knows the old you know the the example of when you cut yourself you know yes it hurts and you can see it right now but 10 days later you wonder where it was type thing. And, Uh you know, it's just a matter of the the body being able to to heal itself. And the reason why it doesn't always heal itself as quickly or as thoroughly, I guess, um, in some cases, as we would hope, is usually due to a lack of energy in the body. And all And all PEMF does is push energy into the body and let the body, you know, kind of play the starring role. So I'm glad Mm -hmm. you found so many uses for it. And I'm glad you're using it broadly because I talk to people, you know, all the time about thinking of it as more of a vitamin rather than as an aspirin. (laughs) Yes. Um, And and sort Uh of, it's a a longer term, holistic um, part of a long-term wellness strategy and not just kind of a magic bullet here and there. So I think you guys are, are using yeah. it great and having good success with it. So thank you.
1: Yes, that's yeah. awesome.
0: Um, what else uh, maybe that's new that you've maybe recently added that you might want to chat about um, into the Sure. Practice?
1: Um, well, you know, in, in, in the middle of COVID trying to reestablish programs that we had already, you know, had rolling because we've only you know we had been in three we'd been open three years and growing in a very strong way and then we had COVID so that kind of set us back a little bit just from a standpoint of some of our group programs so we reestablished those and then one of the other things that we wanted to st- to do was start a pelvic floor program we had a, a physician that loved this one gal and said hey you've got to bring her over we're like we haven't thought about that we started researching and we're like you know what it looks like it would be a great fit. So we brought, um, brought her in and um, that was in October. That program is growing great. She's um, pelvic health and women's health and uh, we began to, to learn a lot about the of using PMF with those patients to increase, you know, just support and oxygenation of those tissues as she's starting to work with them. We've been so amazed at some of the fun new ways we've kind of thought, okay, let's try it this way. Let's try, you know, it's it's been a really great support in that way. So um and then you know this year just you know as you know our state starts to open up we've been able to start re-establishing our you know our group classes like our yoga classes and our balance classes and stuff and so you know next year is um you know we're just starting to okay through the summer where are we going now you know just starting to look at the growth of our clinic and um you know just what other you know things that now that we've we feel like we can kind of start reaching out a little bit more um, face-to-face, so anyways, but it's been, like I I was telling, we were talking earlier about, you know, I was worried about our practice, but I feel like, you know, it has just been such a blessing that, you know, like our last month was the busiest we've ever been, and know i mean we really have not been out there doing a lot of marketing a lot of social media because we have been so focused on just trying to manage what's been going on and trying to think okay let's you know let's see how this month goes let's and then we'll just like oh my gosh it really is is doing well and it's been encouraging so
0: that's excellent i'm i'm glad because you know i do talk to a lot of people out there and Uh, 2020, you know, really ran a spectrum for people, some were really impacted negatively, and they're really, they don't really know even what to do at this point at this stage in certain Mm -hmm. places and others. Have just made it through great. Have had historical months, or or even last year for mm-hmm. some that I've spoken with, and uh, I just think it's really valuable for folks like you to be sharing different ways of differentiation and things that you really think are working and that were really the reason why now that you've rebounded. And um, mm-hmm. and thankfully, you know, yeah, we, we can all share our experiences that way in this forum. So I appreciate it. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think one of the things, you know, when you think about the direction, like you were talking about which direction you're going, are you going more in a wellness direction? Are you going more on a medical, you know, are you staying in this, this medical paradigm? And, you know, for us, I think that, you know, when you go through something like COVID and you realize, you know, people will ask themselves, what are the best ways that I can Maintain or improve my health, improve my immune system, be, be ready for something that I'm not knowing that's coming, coming, you know, um, and how they got blindsided by that. And, um, you know, to be a part of that community and that conversation is, is so enriching, and I feel like, you know, we've got a gift to give to others, and then people are very receptive to that, because they understand, you know, just even talking from a, a supplement, you know, I mean, people would have never been talking to me about, you know, what all, what all would be important for my immune system, you know, and, and connecting with some of these functional medicine people that, you know, nurses or practitioners that help to evaluate them and look at what their, what their immune system looks like, and what they're taking, what they're not taking, and you know, all of those different components and understanding that your health is more than just what you're ingesting, you know, like it's, you know, just like you talked about, like PMF, it's, you know, it may be, you know, providing additional energy support when we've been, you know, inside and isolated and lack of vitamin D outside, or, you know, just the, the, the component of you know, okay, I, I need a healthy emotion, like I need connection, you know, and what that lack of connection has done for so many people's emotional health. So
0: yep, absolutely. So as we wrap up here then, Michelle, um, is there anything else that you'd like to share with the audience or let the audience know how they can get a hold of you if anybody has any questions about impact?
1: Oh, sure um well they they're welcome to get a hold of me um it's it's impact physical therapy with no i so it's mpact physical therapy Uh, my email is michelle at impactpt.com um and then um you're welcome to send me an email and i'll reach out or we can talk on the phone um i think my you know i i guess because i've been in practice a long time (laughs) i think it's a long time i'm like whoa. um i you know, I'm sure people that have been in practice for a while feel like this. When you go back and you look over your career and your practice and you think, and especially when we're bringing these young students in that, you know, their whole PT, you know, student training has been in this new COVID environment. Um, and you're just thinking, um, you know, I want to leave my profession in a better place, enrich its capacity to reach others in a new way fresh and where people feel like um you know what i've been in practice for four or five years and i'm loving it and i want to keep going and i want to have control over what um what i do with my practice that you know it's not just um i'm dependent on on referral base or i'm dependent on you know what i'm allowed to do i want to think creatively and okay how can i reach people is there a way for us to do that? And, and my success or our success, both monetary and emotionally is based on what we put into it Mm -hmm. and what we create, what Molly and I create. And, um, I would encourage you to, to partner up with somebody. I definitely think that, you know, doing it with someone has been so enriching. Molly has been, you know, equally as, uh, um, her connection and all the things that she's contributed has been, um, you know, it's, it's made impact what it is. So anyways.
0: Fantastic. Yeah. Re- really appreciate having you uh, on today, Michelle. Thank you. And um, folks, if you want to have more information about resilient business, you can follow me on Instagram at joe um, uh, also check out the affiliate links below for some great products and great discounts. And if anyone's interested in a passive technology to add to their practice or even use at home, um, that can energize the body and really, uh, create great cellular wellness. And you've never heard of PMF before. Give me a call and, um, we could chat about it and answer all your questions. But Michelle, I wanted to thank you again for being on resilient business. And I hope you have a great rest of your week. Thank you.
1: Thank very much. you, Joe. You too. Thank you for all you do. You're awesome.
0: <laughs>